You have one new message. Hey, Jay. Guess what? I have another game track for you from the modern era. Well, okay, maybe the PSP isn't exactly modern anymore. But the music from this game is timeless. And after listening to your voicemail about Octopath Traveler and its eight character-driven themes, it reminded me of this game, which uses a similar idea. Let's talk about the wacky, vocal-heavy soundtrack to the popular handheld classic, Loco Roco. Now, back when I called you about the PlayStation 1 puzzler Intelligence Cube, I had touched on the rapidly evolving trend of how as games evolved from cartridge to optical disc and storage space multiplied immensely, soundtracks were shifting from onboard console synthesizers to pre-recorded PCM audio tracks, which blew the possibilities wide open in terms of what a game's score could sound like. As you can imagine, this ushered in a generation of games that put music as a featured element in their identity. On one hand, you had games that focused on rhythm-accurate gameplay, such as the franchises of Dance Dance Revolution and the quirky masterpiece of Parappa the Rapper. And on the other hand, you had games that simply had standout memorable soundtracks, like the pop hits Latin franchise of Grand Theft Auto, or the wonderfully bizarre Katamari Damacy series. Side note, I could easily do an entire voicemail about any of those games on their own. So where does LocoRoco fall in the spectrum? Well, kind of right in the middle. As it's a game that doesn't directly involve music as a gameplay mechanic, but yet the gameplay does affect the music. But we'll get to that in a minute. First, let's talk about the range of music in this one-of-a-kind puzzle platformer. The creator, Susumu Kuno, said he always wanted to make a music-based game. And while Loco Roco isn't necessarily dependent on music, it does play a large role. He'd been quoted as saying, music is more important than graphics when it comes to gameplay. And this mentality shows in just how much care was put into the soundtrack. As development on the game evolved, Kuno made it clear he wanted the game to have a global appeal. This is evident both in the gameplay mechanics, where he made sure to remove language and words from the game as much as possible, and in the music, where he set out to cover a wide variety of genres from pop to rock to reggae to French guignette. Sure, why not? He even went one large step further and created his own sort of universal musical language for the local Roco creatures to sing and talk in. Now that is commitment. As I mentioned earlier, this is a very choral-heavy soundtrack, and that comes from the implication that the Loco Roco themselves are continuously singing the music in every single stage. Kuno was very adamant that the lip-sync animation of the characters be synchronized with the lyrics of each stage to help communicate this idea, and that the instrumentation must contain as many real recorded instruments as possible to further support this idea that there's a live performance happening in each stage. There are even gameplay moments where the Locorocos must sing to large creatures to wake them up in order to unlock new areas. Furthermore, as the user encounters and collects more Locoroco, the number in your pack affects the music in how rich and harmonic these singing moments are. This is much like the Mario Kart Wii menu music that I talked to you about a few weeks ago, where more elements keep layering into the song as you traverse the menus. 
So, for example, compare this moment in stage one where you just have a few local roko in your gang. Compared to when you have a significantly bigger number. Alright, so it's a little subtle, but still, it's so awesome. And it's all these small details and ultra specific ideas that add up to a truly immersive game experience where you feel transported into the world of these musical globular creatures. Each of the six worlds in the game feature a different color of Lokoroko species, and each of them carries their own musical style. Truly, they are all great, but my favorite of the bunch is probably Pink, also known as Constempostwa. So, what do I love so much about this tune? Well, normally this is where I would leap into a geeky breakdown of music theory, talking about chords or progressions or polyrhythms, but not this week. I might just have a thing for traditional French guinguette music. Or maybe I like how chill it is compared to the rest of the soundtrack. But either way, I just really love the way it sounds. Alright, maybe just a few things. Check out how Kuono's invented language contains these percussive elements like toi and ton to keep it more musical in nature. And, as mentioned earlier, the layering aspect of the music as you collect more loco roco affects the stage music as well. Check out how the pink stage music sounds when it's a small number of loco roco. And now, here it is with an entire group of loco roco. The additional voices create these supporting melodies and give much more definition to the chords, making this great song even greater. And again, this goes for every stage in the entire game, which really contributes to that immersive, transportive experience of living within this universal musical landscape. So, there you go. Pink Stage from Loco Roco. It's a shining example of game developers taking full advantage of the newly opened world of musical possibilities in that next generation of CD-based consoles and handhelds, and inspired many more game developers in the following years to continue to test the boundaries of just what video game music was capable of. Anyway, that's all I got, buddy. Hey, maybe I'll swing by sometime soon, and you can show me what modern games actually look like. You know, if I can ever get a hold of you. Until then, take care.